up. Marilyn, Dennis, and Jamar. Podcast. It'll get you feeling good. Shum 104.5. Horoscopes. Aries. Hey, Aries, there's a difference between being firm and being extreme. Uh, you're at your wit's end with someone you're trying to get to see your view of things. So uh, might want to give it up. Taurus. Hey, Taurus, if you happen to be light on cash, consider a parallel duty or additional work to bring in some extra money. Gemini. Occasionally, misbehavior is the only way you're going to get the attention you need to change things. You don't have to be outlandish, but you do have to be realistic. Cancer. You mustn't allow yourself to be drawn into the promise of easy cash. You may find yourself losing money when you do that. Leo. you got to understand that smaller successes are simply stepping stones to bigger and better things. Virgo. You may experience a nervous episode with someone you love. Misinterpreting their actions could have you projecting your fears and making mountains of problems. Libra. Libra, lover of balance, you've got the mandate from your peers to act as a go-between in some of the hostility happening uh, in the friend group or maybe in the home. Do that and protect the people you love in the process. Scorpio. Scorpio, you're on call to increase your output. This will, no doubt, involve longer hours at work, create a more harmonious atmosphere around your desk, and this too shall pass. Sagittarius. You might want something bad today, like a double chocolate chip ice cream. You deserve it. No guilt today, Sagittarius. I want a mint chocolate chip ice cream. It's my favorite. Capricorn. Hey, Capricorn. There appears to be a lot of tension, emotional upheaval, and turbulent events surrounding your home life. Not sure what it is, but this may account for your desire to be alone. Aquarius. You're eager to discuss your concept and plans with your friends as you have some really exciting ideas. Very active meetings are going to provide you with the opportunity to get these ideas out. Pisces. Being sentimental could draw you into the past. Remembering the good things is great, but remember there are hard times too. And those are your Tuesday morning horoscopes. Check them out again. They're online at show1045.com on the Maryland Dennis and Jamar page. When you wake up, when you wake up, wake up Toronto. Wake up. Marilyn, Dennis, and Jamar. On Chum. Ready, set, money. If you're up and Adam and ready to win some cash today, uh, you're mo- no doubt uh, listening for birthday jackpot today. Yeah, everybody has a birthday, and we play the birthday jackpot game. And uh, every time that you get in, you win five hundred dollars. That's great. Yesterday we had a winner, but we didn't. Richie Favalero did. Second time out yesterday at 11 o'clock, Jamar. Yikes. Uh, let's take a listen to what it sounds like when someone wins $5,000. Is your birthday? 30th, birthday. 30th, and you are not going to believe this, Deb. You just won $5,000. Are you serious? The oh, wheel has landed 30. on 30. Oh, I'm so excited. Thank you so much. <laughs> Rich. Richie's like, what? And she's like, thank you so much. And I'm very grateful for this I, I award. I wonder if she heard all the zeros. Um, $5,000, just like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's very, very uh, hard to do, but it's quite possible. All it has to do is land on your birth month and your date at 8, 11, 1, and 4. Yeah, pretty great. What a great day. Yeah, awesome. Do it. Yeah. What's trending in Toronto with Azalea Hart? Let me know, let me know. Miley Cyrus is pretty much trying to set the tone to make 2023 her year. So she kicked it off with her concert with Dolly Parton. 
Um, and now she has new music coming out this week, a breakup anthem called Flowers. So she released a sneak preview yesterday on Instagram of herself singing in the shower. So she's releasing this, by the way, January 12th in the U.S. and Canada, but it's going to be the 13th in Australia at 11 a.m., which is her ex, Liam Hemsworth's birthday, and he's Australian. Oh, wow. Wow. So it's kind of a a little bit of a jab, but beyond everybody talking about her releasing it on his birthday, I listened to this song. I didn't read any comments. I didn't read any tweets. I just listened to this preview, and right away, I said, this sounds like something I know already. I should have bought you flowers uh. and held your hand. Should have gave you all my hours. Bruno Mars. When I was your man. And right. Is it, is it the same kind of feeling, too? It's like, I mean, like, it sounds well, she of... only released that little yeah, yeah, yeah. clip. Um, but even the melody. Can you play Miley one more time? The melody in her, the way she's singing it. Someone's similar. Mashup. Someone's going to do a mashup. So what do you think? Should you lawyer up now or what do you think? So I don't know if <laughs> this was on purpose or what it was. I think I got to look into it a little bit deeper. <laughs> but I never think it's on purpose. I think that there's only so many notes. Yeah. It's know, it's right. similar. It's, yeah, it's, it's similar. similar. Yeah. yeah. It is similar. I'm, I'm surprised that she's uh, still, you know, pining over Liam. I, I thought that was... That's just or me. is she? Is she? I, I don't know. Well, if she is, it would be surprising to yeah. me. That feels like it was so yesterday. Because because like, Duff. Bruno's song is about <laughs> pining. Hers is such a short clip. Right. It could be just one of the. So we only know the chorus so far. So maybe pining or apologetic. We'll have to wait and see. Right. All right. Yeah. All right. right. I think she's. They're saying that this is the breakup anthem. That's what they're calling it so far. So I guess we'll wait and see. Uh, but Chris Harrison, who was the host of The Bachelor since inception, yeah. he finally spoke out about having to step down a couple years ago. Uh, there was a really controversial interview where he was basically excused uh, past racist behavior from one of the contestants uh, from Matt Season, who was the first black bachelor. Uh, I do want to put out there that Matt is still with the woman who had the racist behavior from the past. Wild. They're still together. Wild. Uh, they just haven't gotten married yet. Okay. Um, but since then, Chris Harrison lost his role on the show. And there's yeah. been multiple seasons of The Bachelor. Yeah. There's a new host, which is Jesse Palmer. Um, but he started a podcast and the first episode was yesterday. And he pretty much, it's called uh, the most dramatic podcast ever, by the way. <laughs> and he just Funny. wanted to talk on it. And this is the first time he's talking out about having to step down. Yeah. And he was just saying, I was so heartbroken. I was gutted. I was embarrassed. I was mad at myself. I was disappointed in myself. The last thing in the world I ever wanted to do was be an agent of anything negative, whether it had to do with race or anything at all. Mm-hmm. Uh, but he went on to explain that he lost 20 pounds. He stopped eating. He wasn't sleeping. Oh, wow. He was just very, very stressed out. Um, and then he also shared uh, that he was given a mid-range eight-figure settlement from the Bachelor franchise and that he stopped watching the show, but he kept an eye on the declining viewership. He said that it went down 50 to 60%. Wow. Um, but anyway, so his podcast, he even said that he holds no animosity towards anybody, but he said there's a lot of people in Hollywood that are probably sitting around waiting to see what he's going to talk about, and they're nervous. And he's saying, if you are nervous... 
he should be because they know that he knows. Ooh. That's all he said. I don't know what. Wow. So, I don't yeah. know what they're supposed to know. He's, but got, he's got stuff. Yeah, he's saying, he's like, he knows you know that, sleeping. I know. He knows when you're awake. That's right. <laughs> That's Santa guy. Yeah, all right. So I think it might be a weekly podcast, but he's about to make it juicy. Okay. But that's what's trending. Everybody releasing details these days. Right? Nice. All right. That's what 2023 is all about, isn't it? Yeah. Uh, tell it Tell it like it is, 2023. Tell all. Tell all. Yeah, it's the tell all 20s. Some 1045. In the morning. To the morning show with Marilyn Dennis and Jamar. Well, 2023 is a tell all year. I don't know if anyone wants to tell us anything right now, but we, we'll give you some time. It's a whole year. Mm-hmm. 2023 is also what I found out is that you have a word of the year. My friend said to me, Do you have a word of the year this year? And I went, No. And it's all on TikTok. It's the word that you share with yourself. Then there's another word that you share with your partner. So yours, Azalea, your word is this year gratitude. Gratitude. So do you have a word this year, Jamal? Um, what date? It, uh, it's only 10 days in. I haven't come it's up with anything yet. Uh, gratitude is a good one, though. Uh, yeah, yeah. I don't have a word yet. Well, that's, uh, that's I, okay. I, I, Something I think to about think it. about. Yeah. What is yours? Whatever the word is. Well, it changes every day. It's, I know. We keep changing yeah, we change, it. But, but our I, word together so, was... <laughs> <laughs> we got to write this down. Yeah. One of the things is intention. Intention? Yes, intention. So whenever you do something, you've got intention. To, like, okay. It's, you know kindness oh mine was positivity that was mine. i already can't remember what our word together was oh, we'll figure it out when we go oh my goodness walk. but the thing is you have to first of all you should write it down something we learned in 2023 but it's kind of like it sets kind of the tone of as a reminder to you um could be fitness could be kindness could be i don't know any word that you want okay that, that you can just kind of go oh yeah that's my word it's kind of hanging over, you know, the left side of your brain. I hear you. I yeah, hear yeah. It. Like, like I, uh, officer, I didn't intentionally roll through that red light this morning. <laughs> I, it was a mistake. It's intention. Intention. Okay, intention. I can't put an L- I can't just... put Ellie next to it. No, okay. no. So okay. the word is like when you do something that's you, you know, like you go do something. It's uh-huh. with intention. Okay. You do it with intention. So that means you are really aware of why you did it, mm-hmm. and hopefully it's got positivity to it. All right. Yeah. All right. Everybody pay attention this morning. Mindfulness is what it is. Yeah. Mindfulness. Yeah. I like those words. Yeah. Those are good. Someone's been going to therapy. I feel like that was our word. Oh, oh. years. <laughs> the, the years ago. It's like an ME. <laughs> Started a long time ago. No, but it's what, it's, what, it's what, you know, it's what you and I talked about. My girlfriend said, did you pick out a word? And I went, I have not heard about this. It's all over TikTok. So people are also choosing a word with their partners, or they think you could choose a word with your best friend. Yeah, yeah. But to improve something or to focus on something. Yeah. Let's see if he comes up with one over the next 24 hours. A word. Okay. Yeah, just come up with a word. Hey, if you want to suggest some words, you can text them to one zero four five three six. What word should I pick? No, you need to. No, pick no. Your oh, I gotta own pick word. it for me. Okay. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, yeah. There you go. How about this? Responsibility. Responsibility. <laughs> Responsibility. What are those? Uh, okay, I'll figure out a word. Marilyn Dennis and Jamar. Good morning. The Jam Morning Show. Good morning. Take us anywhere on the iHeartRadio app. Uh, TikTok making the rounds of social media and the news again. This one, Seattle Public Schools looking to sue the TikTok app uh, for, I mean... And Men- Meta. Yeah, and, and Meta yeah. For, for mental health crises. Facebook included, uh, yeah. they're saying mental health crises among students on the rise. Anxiety, depression, cyberbullying. Um, they said the schools are having to pour so much money into their budgets just for um, 
mental health resources mm -hmm. and, 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 and just support for students because of social media. They said now it's time for the tech giants to pay up. That's right. They say these tech giants are aware of the platforms that are harmful to certain populations, especially and including teenagers. But targets them anyway. That's wouldn't their that accusation. Wouldn't it be yeah. interesting if these apps um, mm -hmm. had to, uh, you know, by law, give a certain amount of money for mental health resources because of what they do? Wouldn't that be something? Yeah. Well, what, what are they asking for? They're asking for what? They're asking for, um, they're saying that, that, like you say, mental health support has been increased. So that takes away from their budget and they're trying to educate these kids. Yeah. So. Yeah, that's right. So what? I mean, they're making they so much money already. Oh my gosh! Yeah. Yeah. So um, people are wondering if this is a way that we could hold the uh, the apps and the developers responsible or accountable for what they're doing, yeah. because you know, in their algorithms and in, in the basis of how they're made, they are made to keep people glued to those screens. Yes. They're made to give you uh, that little dose of dopamine every time you get a like or when you scroll and see something. I was talking to someone yesterday who told me. And I don't know if this is true, but she was saying that TikTok apparently tracks your eye movement through your camera. What? Yeah, they said, I mean, you know, it tracks your eye movement and it could tell what you like. Or, you know, say, for example, you're scrolling and you get a picture of, of a baby, a video of a baby. Yeah. Right. But your eye shoots across the screen to the purse that's in the background of the, uh, oh. the app. Oh, wow. Apparently, TikTok will know that you're not only looking at the baby, but you're looking at the purse. And the next few videos that you'll uh, you start looking at are, are purses. That is interesting. Because sometimes, don't you wonder, why is this coming up on my feed? Yeah. I, I mean, didn't say anything. I'm, or did I in my brain? I mean, the nobody heard me. Well, the phones, Marilyn, they, uh, yeah. Yeah. they're that powerful. When, yeah. you, when you, I mean, if you ever open up your iPhone with one eye closed, yep. it won't open. You got to have both eyes open sometimes. Yeah. So it knows what your eyes are doing. I liked it when I wore my mask and it didn't recognize me. <laughs> Those were the good old days. Those were the good old days. Do you remember days. that whistleblower? Her name was Frances Hogan, and she used to work for Facebook operations, and she's the one that kind of unearthed all this stuff, and she did say that Facebook knows some of its platforms are har harmful to certain populations, yeah. especially teenagers. Yeah. So you got people who've worked for these you know, social media platforms who no longer do then I think this is they've got a good case, Seattle. Seattle's only the beginning. Mm -hmm. I'm wondering. So, well, we'll see if uh, those yeah. defendants, TikTok, Meta, and Google, uh, will eventually have to pay up and if that's going to uh, set some kind of precedent for yeah. the rest of us. Uh, Interesting that's in Seattle. Today. Right? Time to wake up. <laughs> Marilyn Dennis and Jamar. The Jim Morning Show. Hey, text the answer to this question to 104536. Let's see what your answers are compared to the list here. These are the most... Uh, the most common things left behind in hotel rooms. What was the last thing you left at a hotel room? Uh, my tiki flip-flops. No, not the tiki flip-flops. Yes, Jamar. Stop it. They are not cheap. I loved those. Them. And they love. Well, anyway, I left them there. But I called the, uh, I, I, three like days later, I called the hotel. And I said, listen, I, I know this is a weird thing. And I really want them back. Can you do me a favor and look for them? They said, actually, you have them. So I left them. I guess they kind of went under the the um, uh, chest of drawers or something. Yeah. Because I had kicked them off. So they found them. So don't ever think that people won't go look for something. I love that the hotels now make the beds that don't have an under. You know what I mean? It's such. It's very, very helpful. It is very because helpful. Because I'm one of those people that kick things under the bed yeah, all the time. Yeah, yeah. Um, last thing I left at a hotel was my Nexus card. Oh, Never got it back. Geez. But it's it surprisingly, um, I yeah. got the duplicate back very, very quickly. So these are the most 11 common things left behind in hotel rooms. Let's see where yours lies. Okay. Um, 
Number 11 is jewelry. Yeah. Now, you might use that little um, the, the safe. safe. And, yeah. you you know, it's dark in there. <laughs> and so you, you know, fooling, like, feeling around for your earrings or whatever. And maybe there are special earrings. It's for women, obviously, that, you know, you wear something special for dinner and then you forget them. Because you don't wear them all the time. I always wonder if that safe is really safe. Like, eh, I don't know if it's I, that safe. I wonder if, like, room service has, like, a master key or something. Rumor has it. Yeah, it. or yeah. a little trap door. Anyway, Probably. 10 yeah. uh, is passports and visas, uh, oh. travel documents. I did that, so boom, I'm there. Nine, uh, medication. Yeah. Eight, glasses. Number seven, most forgotten item, credit card. Oh. Yeah, credit cards. Those. Where those... would you put that that you would have forgotten? It? By the side you, table or what? I think it's uh, by the table. A lot of people, you know, you take out your credit card to yeah. use it. Yeah. Forget to put it back in your bag of wallet. Right. Leave it on the table, then it gets shuffled around maybe under some papers gone um sixth most common item left behind are keys car keys house keys yep all types of keys uh number five is electronics smartphone tablets laptops um people just forget those things just you know we're just carrying too many things these days number four is clothing items of clothing yeah it could be like even a scarf i've done that or tiki flip-flops or tiki flip-flops there it is uh number three watch People forget their watch pretty often. Yeah. yeah. Where do you put that? Side table, but you're not even looking for that. Once again. Or yeah. maybe even that safe safe. Yeah, or yeah. That unsafe safe. Um, number two, toothbrushes. That I can deal with it. I think at this point, <laughs> at this point, I think hotels should just put toothbrushes in your room. Like, yeah. how many times does a hotel desk get, hey, do you have any extra toothbrushes? And they're like, yeah, yeah come on down. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. Just give us toothbrushes. Just give, just give. Number one most common left behind items number in hotel. One. Number one, number one phone chargers i can see that because on the side table there's that i don't know radio or whatever and but there's a multi-plug right there yeah you usb just, and all the things yeah and so you take the phone off and you're doing other things and you leave the room and that's where the plug is yeah okay okay so there you go phone chargers never one thing left behind let us know what you left behind yes and you did you ever text. get it back <laughs> most times you don't no but uh think before you leave pat yourself down look around the room and uh, bring it all. Do it. Yeah. What's trending in Toronto with Azalea Hart? Let me know, let me know. Prince Harry's memoir, Spare, officially releases today. Not like we haven't been getting the biggest bombshells from it this entire year so far. Uh, it's called Spare because that's how he grew up. He was the spare to the air, the shadow, the support, the plan B, as he puts it. He was around if Prince Will maybe needed a lung needed a <laughs> transplant of some sort. A kidney or something? Wait, are you serious? Yeah. Wow. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Same thing as Princess Margaret was to Queen Elizabeth. Right, exactly. Mm-hmm. Um, so I watched the 60 Minutes interview yesterday with Anderson Cooper, and his focus in this memoir is about his experience. He's not trying to bash anybody intentionally. He's just talking about his experience. Uh, and his relationship with his brother, obviously another big one, and it started deteriorating way before Meghan entered the picture. Uh, He talked about how much the death of his mother, Princess Diana, affected him, and he didn't believe that she was dead for a lot of years. Uh, He said the only time that he even shed a tear was when the casket went down, but it's still at that point he didn't believe that she was actually dead. And shocked, too. Well, and while he, he said that he and Prince Will talked a lot about that, you know, maybe she went into hiding yeah. to get away. I heard about that. Yeah. Wow. So, yes, it was part, partly shock, but yeah. also he was like, no, she she's just, hiding. she's hiding for right now. Wow, wow, wow. And maybe she just wants to disappear for a little bit. And then he would wake up every morning and he's like, maybe today's the day she's going to oh, call and say I'm here. Hard. 
Um, so by his 20s, he was doing a lot of things to feel. So he was doing a lot of drugs and recreationally. And um, he just said he was never crying. And he would watch videos of his mom online and see if he could cry. And he just would never cry. He said his memories from the funeral day. Um, he just remembers the silence and the sound of the the horse hooves walking. Yeah. Uh, he said he remembers greeting people who brought flowers and touching their hands and their hands were soaking wet from tears that they were wiping away and he felt really guilty because he was like, well, these people are feeling way more emotion than I'm and feeling. I am. Ah. Mm-hmm. Well, he's a young kid. Yeah. You know? Right. That, it was a lot. It's hard to process all that stuff when you're that young. So for this memoir, he definitely didn't oversell or underdeliver because everybody's talking about it right now. But back to the interview with Anderson Cooper for 60 Minutes. One of the standout parts for me is how he said he didn't realize how bigoted the British media was. And then he said maybe he was bigoted too. What Meghan had to go through was was similar in some part to what Kate and what Camilla went through. Very different circumstances. But then you add in the race element, which was what the press, British press jumped on straight away. I went into this incredibly naive. I had no idea the British press was so bigoted. Hell, I was probably bigoted you, before the relationship with, with Megan. You think you were bigoted before the relationship with Megan? I, I don't know. Put it this way. I didn't see what I now see. Mm. Mm-hmm. So very big bombshells. I think this book, although we know a lot about it already, I still think it's going to be one of those uh, bestseller lists. And people are really going to get into it. Yeah. Yeah. But that is what's trending. Wow. Spare. There you go. I think he's on Stephen Colbert tonight, too. Oh, yes. Wow, yes. that's yes. a big yes. one. Yeah. So it'll be interesting how Stephen kind of, uh, you know, approaches uh, uh, talking to him. Yeah, with a yeah. little dose of humor as yeah. well, too, right. as yeah. Colbert does right. so well. Yeah. Wait, 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 wake up. Wake up, Toronto. It's Marilyn, Dennis, and Jamar. Wait, 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 wake up. On Jump. Uh, if you're thinking about moving to the United States at some point, we will tell you where you most likely will be going to. We've got a list of U-Haul's uh, most inbound and outbound states. Uh, they would know. To, yeah, they would know because yeah. I was renting a truck to go to one of these states. That's right. right. Um, it looks like Texas, Florida, and the Carolinas are the preferred destinations for one-way U-Haul. So, like, I'm going to Texas. Boom. And I'm not returning it to the place where I got it. I'm going to Florida. Boom. Yeah, boy, a lot of people moved from Florida. New Yorkers uh, oh, during the pandemic. Huh? Yeah, that's always been a trend. Like, uh, you see a lot of people from the Northeast heading to Florida. You see yeah. a lot of people from the Midwest head- heading to Arizona. Yes. Those are the trends. Yes. Uh, the Carolinas, North and South, are pretty popular destinations, according to U-Haul. These are the biggest states for growth right here. Uh, number, let me give you number 10. Number 10 is Idaho. Yeah. Tell us, why is everyone going to the Idaho? Well, you know, uh, it's it's lush and it's uh, uh, it's uh, clean for right now. I thought you were going to say Idaho. I know. Um, having lived in northern Idaho, it's stunning. Oh, yeah. It is stunning. And Boise is a big state, a big uh, city now. So I have no yeah. perception of uh, what Idaho. I don't even know what well, it looks let me, like. Let me put it this way. A lot of evergreen trees in the northern part. Okay. You know, very hilly and whatever. Some ski hills there. Gotcha. And you go down a little further and you're down to Boise and that kind of gets mm, a little, um, how can I say, deserty a little bit. Okay. And then you head down towards uh, Utah. Okay. And that's where, like, Sun Valley is. Wow. Like, Didn't I, know I that. mean, sun, southern Idaho is Sun Valley. Didn't know that. Okay. I mean, southern Utah. Yeah. So do, it's, uh, it's pretty in there. I do know the state is fo- shaped like a foam finger pointing up. It's That's true. That's what we're known <laughs> for. Okay, cool. I lived there five and a half years. It's really pretty. And a lot of lakes. Gorgeous. Number yeah. nine is uh, Ohio. Now, let's talk about Ohio. Mm-hmm. Why? 
How come Ohio? I spent one good year in Ohio, in Cleveland. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not saying any more. There's this, and I'm thinking, you know, my dear friend lives in Chagrin Falls. I'm thinking, is there, there's a sales tax there, isn't there? Yeah. Yeah? yeah. So what, what is it about Ohio? You must Pro- expand on this. Probably the cost of living. Maybe. Sa- same with the state of Georgia. Okay. Number eight. You, what do you think about Georgia? I know. I know. That's me, though. I know. Don't take my advice. I'm, I'm very. Opinionated. I wasn't impressed. I'm either. super opinionated. Yeah, I wasn't. Um, but Arizona coming in at number seven. Uh-huh. A lot of people going there because uh, Arizona is becoming like California Junior. They're saying. Yeah. Uh, Tennessee at number six. Number five, Virginia. Uh, Tennessee, no tax. Okay, there it is. There it is. Number uh, five, Virginia. Number four, North Carolina. I think there's a tax yeah. thing going on there as yeah. well. South yeah. Carolina, number three. Number two, Florida. Taxes and good weather. And good weather. Yeah. And number one, Texas. Largest growth. Yeah, and that's a big, big, big state. There's a lot of room for a, a, lot, of a lot of people. But here's what I will say. Two of the pl- main places where people are leaving the exodus, mm-hmm. Illinois. Hello, Jamar. Yep. Illinois, not only in 2021, 2022, and they're guessing 2023. Lots of stuff happening, especially in Chicago. Yeah. Right? In the sense it's not safe. Oh, uh, yeah. Uh, the city of Chicago is stressed. Yeah. <laughs> to say the I least. I love that city so much. I'm so sad to hear yeah, that. Yeah, you love downtown. I love downtown. <laughs> I will, I will. That's what I love. You love downtown. I did love downtown Oak Street. I liked Oak Street yeah, a lot. And nice. then the other thing is California. Mm-hmm. Did you see the post that Ellen put up uh, from her home in Montecito? There's a little creek by her house, which is now a raging river. They are now expecting, and they're telling people to stay in place. Mudslides. Yeah. They've had more rain, more rain coming. It's going through a lot. First drought and then floods. It's going through a lot right now, California. People want out. Uh, yeah, yeah, it's. it's yeah. A t- I mean, insurance prices everything. rising. Everything is yeah. uh, is uh, really dramatic in it California, is. weather-wise. Mm-hmm. So, um, how's that? Uh, everyone leaving Ontario, going to Alberta thing going out. I don't know. Anybody want to weigh in on that one? Because that was a big. Um... I have a bunch of friends who are actually talking about moving to Alberta. Yeah. And uh, just citing cost of living. Saying that they can't afford to live in Ontario. Yeah. And Alberta is definitely the the jam for them. But then, you know, it came out that a lot of people are saying, we moved to Alberta and we want to come back to Ontario. Well, the weather is is questionable. I'm just going to speak from my point of view from Calgary. Yeah. Uh, the Calgary people were great. Uh-huh. The weather, one day it's 17 plus, the next day it's minus 17. You have to deal with that for a little bit. There is no spring, there is no fall. There's winter and summer. However... You are only an hour and 15 minutes away from the Canadian Rockies. And if you do well there, you can go skiing all you want. Okay. It's all good. Said the magic word. Let me tell you one of the most annoying things, and you could tell me if you feel me on this. You get in somebody's car, you're chilling, you know, you guys riding together, you listen to the radio, whatever, whatever. And then you look up at the radio and you look at the time, you're like, oh my goodness. What time is it? And you feel like all of a sudden you're late. And then you look, you're like, I'm 10 minutes late. They go, no, 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 no. I set my clock 10 minutes fast so that I don't have to be late. Oh. You're like, why do you do that? Why do you do that? And some some people swear by it. Me, it gets up in my skin. But you could tell me if you're one of those people that do it and if it works for you. You do that? No, no, okay. not my car. Not my car. <laughs> where, where? Car is real time. So the bathroom alarm clock. Is five minutes faster. Why? Yeah. Does it actually work? Because, yes, it does. And then, and then, and then the other clocks, you know, the other, the two phones, I have two phones just as a backup, will wait, will make sure that I'm up. Let now, my, my, my joy is when I beat the, the, the call time. But if you know the clock is set fast, yeah. aren't you always doing the calculation in your head? 
just only that one point. Just only that one point. I, I, you know what I feel like? I get up and I go, good, you're five minutes ahead of time. Good for you. You got up, you turned it off. It doesn't make sense to me. It doesn't. Now, because I, I, have th- people- I feel like when you look at the time, I'd rather know what the real time is. Yeah. So that I'm like, oh, my goodness, I'm late so that I know what's actually going on. It, it's it's like to me, it's minimal compared to one of the writers that used to work here at Chum. Good morning, Larry, who listens every morning. <laughs> a half an hour. What? Larry put it on a half an hour. The man said We could his... never figure this out. Mind How you, do you was... do radio and say your clock of 30 minutes he was, late? He was early. our creative director, and he was always on time and everything like that. A half an hour? So this man's living in the future. I think so. All right. Anyway. Shout out to Time Travel Larry. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, <laughs> uh, we bring this up because um, the GO trains, uh, which so many people in the GTA uh, take, rely on. Um, they now said that they're going to close their doors a minute before the scheduled departure time. Yeah. So if the departure time's 8 o'clock, the doors are going to close at 7.59. So that the doors do close and they're off on their on their journey at 8 o'clock, right? That's the timing of it, right? Now this be on time. This is apparently to keep the entire system's schedule running on schedule or ahead of schedule? Is that's that that's on schedule because okay. it was, you know, as soon as you take away from the clock, you can never catch up for some reason, right? And people are the ones that, let's think about your own schedule. When you meet somebody for lunch and you say noon and they come at 1230, they're the <laughs> ones that wreck your schedule. Do you understand that? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So, Azalea wanted to add to this too. Well, yeah. how do you feel? I think this is what happens is that you are on time, you're on the train, you're ready to go, the doors are closed, but then somebody else who's running late, they run up to the train and open the door. Right. And now you have to wait. Now you're behind schedule by a minute because the doors keep opening because yeah. people are running on. Yeah. But if they close the door a minute before, yeah. that gives yeah. those people that time to get there. Because Reali- we are leaving. Realistically, you should be on the platform when those doors are open. Like, you shouldn't be running to the train. Right. Like, I door, understand right? that people do run late. Yeah. But other people are on time and they need to get where they're going. It's not yeah. the whole go so. system's problem that you're running late, though. Right. 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 So so they're hoping with this kind of tweak that it's going to help the, the, the you know, situation. Uh, has anybody weighed in on this yet? Um, some people say they set their clocks. Eight, well, one person said, I set my alarm eight minutes earlier. Uh-huh. Um, I don't know. Let's just get your methods. Text us at 104536. What is your method to keeping yourself on schedule? Are you one of those people that sets your alarms or your actual time on the right time early, the right time yeah. a couple minutes early yeah. do you close the doors on your car a minute early so no one can get in with you <laughs> you let us know what's going on uh, to keep you on schedule 104536 and uh, looking at the time get to the go station now doors closing soon Jump 1045 Marilyn Dennis and Jamar Go train doors closing a minute before departure time to keep the system running on schedule. That's their method now. And it will affect a lot of people, especially the person running out of the car, running through the station, running onto the, the platform. People constantly chasing, right? The, yeah. Those are the chasers. Yeah. Yeah. So you're going to have to be there one minute early, which I think is not a whole lot to ask of people. Um, but what is your method for staying on time? Let me tell you what I do. You know when you put a uh, an event in your calendar? Yeah. And say you have to be or on a phone or on a meeting, 4.30, I always go by the hour. So, so if, do it's, I. if it's 4.30, I said it's for 4 o'clock. You do it too? Well, yeah, because you, you, you don't know if you're going to get stuck in traffic. Yeah. It, it preps you. So let's say a meeting's at 4 o'clock. Yes. In my head, in my head, like I'm getting ready to, I'm prepping for it around 3.30, but I'm leaving at 4 to get there at 4.30. Yes. Because if, I don't want to run. I don't want to have flop sweats. Yeah. 
Yeah. Or so that's a good way. Or of the Zoom link. Or the Zoom link. Whatever. Whatever. But you're prepared, whatever that right? You're prepared. What if there's a technical problem? Which is very likely. You know, right. someone sends a Zoom link. You have it yes. copy and pasted wrong. You got to look for the email. Exactly. All that stuff. Um, someone says they set alarms two hours apart. One to ensure that they leave on time, and one to ensure that they're actually going to be uh, scheduled time. Oh. So two alarms for one event. You could do that in your uh, your phone That's calendar. That's not a too. bad idea. You, you can do that when you set events in your iCal. Yeah. Yes. And you can get an alarm thirty minutes before. And yes. On time, and it also does time to leave, where it uses your GPS. Yes. And the address you're going to. And it will give you an alarm when it's time to leave based on traffic. How crazy is that? I like that. That is a good plan. Thank you for that. I'm going to use that one. Uh-huh. Um, someone says that uh, at the airport, yep. they uh, they used to make, because this person worked at the airport, mm-hmm. airport uh, doors would close three minutes before the departure. So this person would set three minutes on their car as well. Okay. So they have to be three minutes early all the time so they can get to work for departures and and just, that. just, and that's also kind of in, in the back of your mind. You know that you you are mindful of that, right? So, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. Uh, a, a person named Pat hey, just Pat. texted us. Mm-hmm. Pat says that when we do the daylight time and we go in, uh, ahead an hour, Pat leaves their their clock an hour behind or whatever. So they're always an hour early places. <laughs> that's risky. Pat, let's be honest. Can you, you don't know that? how to change your clock. <laughs> Let's get down to the nitty gritty. You don't even know how to do it on your car. Great call out. Okay. Awesome call out. Okay. Wake up, Toronto. Let's keep it moving. Good morning. Marilyn, Dennis, and Jamar. I'm Chum. You can tell a lot about a person by the cereal they eat. What? <laughs> Did somebody come up with that like, uh, I, therapizing cereal? There's definitely some psychology here. Okay. Why don't you text your, your favorite cereal to 104536, and yeah. we'll tell you about yourself. All right? Let's start with... It's Silly Rabbit. Tricks are for kids. Silly Rabbit. Tricks are for kids. Yeah. What does that say about a person? Uh, if you uh, like tricks, that means you are a chaotic person. And you have no idea uh, what you want in a relationship. You're pretty, you're hard to handle. You're unpredictable. But you're also uh, a really exciting time. which the chaotic people really are (laughs) okay and this is according to a dating expert um, named jeff gunther Mm. he specializes in marriage and family therapy and he is now viral for his thoughts on cereal and what it means about a person in a relationship what's the next cereal we like to go to okay cinnamon toast crunch oh is that one of our favorites in here? Cinnamon Toast Crunch. Oh, okay. okay. If, right. if you like cinnamon, of course, Cinnamon Toast Crunch smells so good. Mm. When you open a box of Cinnamon Toast Crunch, it the, nothing smells better. Um, but if you do eat it and ate it as a kid, it means that you have refined taste. Oh. And uh, based on who you're attracted to, I mean, it also shows that you love the finest people and the finest things in life. Well, because you like cinnamon toast crunch. Yes, creme de la creme of cereals. Okay, that's kind of um, high end cereal. Yeah, you're pretty showy yeah. as a person, yeah. but you can pull it off because Make, uh, yeah, yeah, because you like our uh, upper echelon. One hundred percent. So when you are <laughs> shopping at Loblaws today or Metro or wherever you shop, make sure you put that box right in the front so people can see. Who you are. Even better, if you're yeah. walking past that really hot person in the cereal aisle, you reach for that cinnamon toast crunch, you're gonna seal the deal. There you go. All right. That's uh, Rice Krispies, Snap Crackle Pop. Oh, snap yeah. Crackle and Pop, Rice Krispies cereal. Means you like threesomes. No, it doesn't mean that. <laughs> it means that you like to keep the relationship moving. 
Like, it, you're not stuck in a long-term relationship. Let's snap, crackle, yeah, pop, let's you're, go. You're keeping them. Yeah, that snap, crackle, pop sound was fascinating when I was a kid. Mm-hmm. You put your ear next to the, the cereal bowl, and you actually hear it crackling and popping. Yeah, that was pretty cool. Yeah. And it um, came with sound effects. What? Not other cereals could do that. Um, Not Captain Crunch. Yeah. That cereal, if you're a Captain Crunch person, means you're a hard worker. Captain Crunch. Crunch time. There's nothing like the real Captain Crunch. Captain Crunch. And it's Captain. Captain Crunch, Captain. right. Captain. Cap- not Captain. Captain Crunch. You're right. Thank you for the uh, the distinction. Yeah, um, Captain Crunch people are dedicated to getting through the rough times yeah. in life and in a relationship. Crunch time. Yep, even though it might take a, a while for the partner to earn their their the love and, the, and uh, love, yeah. the reward is momentous because the captain never leaves the ship. Right. <laughs> right? That's right. Uh, there it is. Okay. Uh, Can we hit all the... the, the no. Uh, a couple people say they love Honey Nut Cheerios. Oh, so, because we like that little bee. He's so cute. Um, He's busy. Busy as a bee. Honey Nut Cheerios people are emotionally mature <laughs> and grounded. Um, not really a ton of fun, yeah. but they're uh, really secure people. They have a secure attachment style. Makes them relaxing to be around. Honey all Nut right. Cheerio people. Right. That, that Cheerio. Uh, last but not least... Lucky Charms. Well, they were pretty to look at in the bowl. They're very pretty. So what do they say? Um, Lucky Charms people, which I am one of, are all about the honeymoon phase in relationships. <laughs> <laughs> Only dealing that, with the honeymoon. I don't think that's true, but that's what okay. they say. All right. All about the honeymoon phase. Uh, they focus on all the green flags in the relationships as a lover. None of the red flags. They're really, really into just the greatest things. Wow. In the relationship. Wow. Yeah. You know, I said to you guys that my favorite uh, cereal when I was a kid yes. was alphabet uh, cereal. Alphabets, yeah. But it's gone now. Yeah, that's. Uh, so uh, we can't really refer to that. But what about one of our favorites? Frosted Flakes. Frosted Flakes. Now, this person didn't do a diagnosis, this uh, relationship expert. But I'm yeah. going to say, if you, uh, and you could disagree with me if you like, but if you like Frosted Flakes, Frosted Flakes is a healthy cereal trying to be unhealthy. You get what I'm saying? Like it's cornflakes with just sugar all over it. Yeah. So I would say that is a non-committal person. What are you going to be? What do you? I agree do? with you. Apparently, according to some resources I looked at, if you like frosted flakes, you like to back out of commitments. Uh, I, I just because you're flaky. <laughs> Look at that. I just they're sweet. That. They're crunchy. They're great. Okay. Now here's the confusion as a child. Was Tony the tiger and the Esso tiger were they related or were they the same tiger? That used to confuse me all the time. Mind time go, blown. Mind blown. Because every time I go to an ESO station with my folks, I go, but that's, is that Tony? And is he selling, okay, what's he doing? Or did he die? Well, I mean, the two totally different a good products. Agent. He's a great agent. There's no conflict there. Gas and cereal, you know. So. That's right. Well, maybe there is. Got, maybe, maybe. But anyway, you got good money for that. All right. Well, there it is. Yeah. Those are your cereals and what they mean in a relationship. We've just told you who you are and who you'll become. We hope that helped. Uh, what about Cocoa Puffs? I know my little sister like Cocoa Puffs. Yeah, it means you're cuckoo. You're cuckoo for Cocoa Puffs. <laughs> yep. Do it. Yeah. What's trending in Toronto with Azalea Hart? Let me know, let me know. All right, so we are talking Damar and Shamar. So we have even more good news about Buffalo Bills' Damar Hamlin. He was released from the hospital yesterday after going into cardiac arrest two Sundays ago during the game. He's now back in Buffalo at the Buffalo General Hospital. And he just kept improving over the weekend. 
breathing on his own. He even took his first couple steps with assistance, but he did it. The Bills coach said having him nearby will kind of give them more comfort and inspire the team as they prepare for the postseason. Yeah. I can imagine that the team was just stressed. Oh, yeah. um, the entire team is also now encouraging fans to go and get their CPR certification wow. as well. Wow, wow, wow. That's a big, that's a big one. Yeah, so DeMar, um, he's recovering faster than anyone expected. So his breathing tube was removed early Friday morning. And this was something that they said was their number one priority after he woke up. They were like, okay, the next step, we've got to get him breathing on his own. And they made it seem like, you know, this was going to be a very long journey to get him there. And it kind of happened within a couple days. Um, And then, so the doctor said that he's on what they consider a very normal to even accelerated trajectory from the life-threatening event that he underwent, but he's making great progress. That's a quote. It's a lesson for all of us. You know, we should have more people in our own circles that are trained in CPR. Absolutely. You know, it could do resuscitation, compressions, uh, all those things, because the the quickest um, response that he got is really what saved his life. Saved his life. Uh, or it saved him. Let's say his life was saved, but they d- had delayed it. It had, had been very troubling. Traumatic for his, for his right. organs, yeah. yeah. His organs. So um, I know I need a refresh on that. Same do I, yeah. yeah for I sure. Do. I do. Yeah. I think, Simona, you're the only one that has the CPR certification, right? Did you say that? Uh, I, I so. got to get mine refreshed. It's expired now. Oh, okay, wow. but you had it. Right. Yeah. Um, so, uh, Damar Hamlin tweeted out yesterday saying, headed home to Buffalo today with a lot of love on my heart. Watching the world come together around me on Sunday was truly an amazing feeling. The same love you all have shown me is the same love that I plan to put back into the world and more. Bigger than football with the heart emoji, heart hands emoji. So, I think, I can't even imagine what it feels like being him and actually seeing People who don't even know anything about football, people who don't watch, and just everybody, like, even from other teams that, oh my God, you God. know, are not yeah. for Buffalo Bills, yeah. coming together to show him love. So I can imagine how good of a feeling that is, and he probably feels like he has a second chance. So that's exciting. Some more um, entertainment news with Shamar Moore. He announced yesterday that he's expecting his first child, a baby girl. What, Shamar? Yeah, and he's 52, going on 53. He's going to talk about it on the Jennifer Hudson show on the 26th, but the baby's due date is very soon, and it's a sentimental day to him. So I'm Shamar Moore, Uh uh, 52 and a half years old. My my mother is in heaven right now. Uh, It'll be three-year anniversary on February 8th. Um, And on February 8th, I'm going to make one of her dreams come true because in real life, Shamar Moore Mm -hmm. is about to be a daddy. Very cute. And then he posted on his Instagram page the uh, baby, re- the gender reveal yes. with Aww. his girlfriend. So Aww. very cute. And it's uh, very sentimental to him because he's focusing a lot of this on his mom. Like his caption includes uh, his mom and he's talking about his mom in the video and things like that. And so very exciting for him. Happy to hear. I remember interviewing him at an upfront about 10 years ago. And he and like his mom was the all important person in his life. I don't I can't tell you how much he mentioned her. Right. So what a what a great thing for him. Is this his first baby? Shamar yeah. Moore? First baby. How'd he do that? I know. You know how many girls wanted to give Shamar Moore a baby? Like how'd he last fifty two years? I don't know. <laughs> he lasted. He did it. Um but does Shamar Moore always speak in the third person? Yes. Yes. He does. 
Yes. That's annoying. Yes, it does. It is annoying. Well, maybe probably... it's hot. Is it hot? No, it's, it's annoying. Hot. It's not hot. I'm going to try don't, it. Don't, don't do it. Do not do it. Jamar does not like it. Well, Jamar is not going to do that I don't... for the rest of the show. I don't know why people do that, but it's dumb. Well, I'll tell you what Jamar thinks about that. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's very. I don't and know. There's an example say. of talking in third person. Yeah. Don't do it. But that's a trending. Thank, Thank you. Jam 1045. Marilyn Dennis and Jamar. Toronto's morning show. What's it like to be a billionaire? Um I mean, just something like how much money does a billionaire have in their in their pocket? Like in their wallet? Day? Yeah, on yeah. an average like, day. Yeah. Like if, if you go to a billionaire and say, Hey, uh, do you have like a twenty? Do they uh maybe a couple of them. Yeah. Warren Buffett. Worth $89 billion, according to Forbes, mm-hmm. um, who's, who lives pretty frugal. Have you ever seen, I, I forgot if it was a documentary I was watching or yeah. something on Netflix about Warren Buffett. Yes. And he drives like a beater, like nothing even that great of a vehicle. His house looks like, you know, like yeah. the old, you know, it just doesn't look, it doesn't look like someone rich. Right. He, he goes looks, to he goes to McDonald's orders like an egg McMuffin. Yeah, very very regular kind of guy. Very average yeah, Joe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, in his wallet, he says he carries about four hundred dollars. Yeah, which is pretty. That's a lot of money. Now he wallet. says my my wife likes to use cash, so I I take home a chunk of cash every now and then, and then she doles it out. <laughs> of course, of course. Here, honey, here's some cash. Okay, and then here, Warren, here's four hundred dollars for how many days or weeks or whatever. But you're right. He's it's very simple with him. He's like, he always pays cash tomorrow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he always gives a, a tip. But okay. he's always good about cash is king. Uh-huh. Yeah. So it's interesting. I think that in, in, from the old school too, a lot of people use cash because yeah. you can keep track of it. If your twenty dollars runs out in your wallet because you went and bought two coffees at our friends around the that's corner, that's it for the day, right? That's it for the day. And that's where they talk when we have financial people on. The, the TV side of things, they go, if you feel like, oh, my gosh, I can't believe how much money I'm spending, then put cash back in your wallet. Yeah. That is your day per diem. Uh-huh. And that's it. And when it's gone, it's gone. Swipe, 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 swipe. Right. And now with these phones, it's tap, 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 tap. Exactly. And your watch, and yeah. you just all of a sudden forget what you're spending. And taps are getting like, it used to be a $100 limit. Yeah. Now it's 250 it's 200, Is it 250 now? It's 250 <laughs> They know what they're doing. Oh, uh, I know. So uh, that's, I, I, I kind of go old school with Warren Buffett. I mean, he has a lot of money. There's a reason why he does. Yeah. You know, this but, is a guy that used to sit and coach all the time. He never bought a first class ticket. And he now has his own plane. But you know what I'm saying? He just like, how many suits do you need? How many ties do you need? How many pairs of socks do you need? He's but then right. that begs the question, like, do you want to be Warren Buffett rich? Or like, like, yes. <laughs> he drives like a Dodge with hubcaps. You know, nothing wrong with Dodges, but like, well, you know, like. If well, I'm going to be a billionaire, I want to be, I want to have fun. You well, know? that's like, the thing. That's the problem with us. <laughs> because, you know, he's going by where he came from, which I don't know his, all of his story. But it's like, I'm, I'm going to stay who I am while I make all this money. Right. People change, as we know, I know, when they make a lot of money. Let's say, will you change if you win $5,000 on the birthday jackpot? Maybe you will. Absolutely. Sure. If you, you win birthday jackpot for $5,000, you should drink champagne instead of coffee for breakfast. Right? Mimosa, at right. least. Take yeah. my advice. Okay. <laughs> or, or not. Look how wealthy we're not. Take just, our advice. Just have fun. <laughs> now, back to the morning show. Good morning. With Marilyn, Dennis, and Jamar. The only way to wake up. On Chum 104.5. Looking ahead to uh, the next month. Yes. Very eventful with the uh, the Rihanna concert coming, a.k.a. the Super Bowl. 
Yeah, there's football before and after the concert. Right. But it actually falls in a very interesting time of year, Valentine's weekend. February 12th. Uh, right. So the, the 14th is Valentine's Day, which is a Tuesday. Mm-hmm. The 12th is Super Bowl Sunday. Uh-huh. A lot of couples will probably want to celebrate that weekend, but uh, it's gonna, <laughs> you can have a tough time peeling someone away from the TV on, on a Sunday. On a Sunday. So uh, so the deal is, if you go on the Friday or the Saturday, um, or do you actually go on the real day, February 14th? This is, this is, a, this, Tuesday. This is a tough one because, I mean, listen. Yeah. Call me stereotypy, but mostly women want to celebrate Valentine's Day. Mostly, majority, right? Am I am I saying something? Well, ridiculous? I want it. I, I want no. I, I I'm not saying I, something. Ridiculous, I say this right? like I want it recognized. Right. And not. I recognize I, when yeah. I see it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> no, but I want it to be recognized. Like I said when I Jim and I met, I said just want you to know that Valentine's Day. I would like to be recognized as I will recognize you. Okay. Just don't like, I mean, I know it's been given a bad rap. I'm just letting you know that because I've had a lot of Galentines and I want a Valentine. Got you. And so that's why. I don't think anyone's going to accept Valentine's Day not being celebrated on the actual day. Like if you're celebrating Valentine's Day on the 10th and then, you know, the 14th rolls around and you see all the hoopla going around town, someone's going to come on very angry and be like, hmm, you know what I mean? Like. So it's going to have to happen on the 14th. You could definitely do something on the weekend, but if you're not celebrating it on the day, uh-huh. what are you doing? What do you mean? Like, if you're if you're my man, right. and it's Valentine's Day on Tuesday, <laughs> and it, and you're why not, are you not with me? Where are you on the 14th? Yeah, that Be- makes no sense to me at all. See where are saying? you? This is gonna, so you're going to have to navigate this, people. Quick. But we could do something on the weekend, too. <laughs> <laughs> well, not on the 12th. Oh, Let so me you tell know, you that. Not on the 12th. Definitely no, not on like the 12th. Like, it could be a no. Saturday night. Uh, Yeah, I guess well, it could. Yeah. Let right. me just put it yeah, it could night. be Saturday night. Right. Yeah, it, it could be Saturday night, the 11th. The 12th is Super Bowl. I mean, that's a full three days before Valentine's Day. Well, that's it's a little. I mean, that's a little right? aggressive, you know? No? I didn't even know <laughs> Valentine's weekend was a thing until you said well, it. Really I'm just saying that most times people want to celebrate a holiday or some like kind of festive thing on a weekend because like who wants to really be out I don't battling all the idiots. I on know the it's night. Valentine's I, I'm with Day. You. I'm with you. And a lot of people say, Well go the day after because roses are half bright. Oh no, no, no. <laughs> Definitely <laughs> not day see, after. Don't do don't make that mistake. No, don't, oh, we're don't done. Oh, we're on to you. Uh, but we I will. I, I will say this. I personally want to be in front of the TV all day for Super Bowl. Yeah, because you're day. a football person, man. I am a football person. I can't yeah. wait to see Rihanna. I'm gonna be tired on the Monday. And, you th- and it's the Bills this year for you, right? It's yeah. I hope. I hope. I'm yeah. For the I mean, yeah. a lot of energy behind the Bills. This, yeah. This so, well. so that's the thing. But I, I don't want to be in a bunch of. Uh, you know, have you ever gone out on Valentine's Day and looked at other people? having valentine's day and not talking to each other oh they look talk miserable to, yeah talk to waiters and waitresses or yeah. service people they'll tell you it's not a fun night right it's not a fun night anyway. definitely too much pressure around it but yeah. but what are you doing on the 14th okay. but what are you doing if you're this not has with been me? a this has been a public service <laughs> announcement from your friends at chum 104 all the different experiences coming out here it's yeah. very <laughs> okay okay all right so just make sure you plan ahead just now because it's going to be a very yeah. very confusing weekend for many yeah all right. For many, men and women. Just know what I want on that day. Oh, yeah, not no, tell we you. know what Azalea wants right. on the day there, or there, on the Tuesday. There are partners who are going, please don't ask me out for dinner on that day because you're just pretending. I know because I'm going out with my other person. Yeah, like, <laughs> or you're just pretending. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? Or you're just pretending. I, I, that is a joke. 
That is a maybe joke. not. Maybe not. But maybe, maybe not. I know. Every joke has a little bit of. I know. Grain of truth. Do it. Yeah. What's trending in Toronto with Azalea Hart? Let me know. Let me know. So I failed you with titles for your trending. Why? Well, yeah, you're waiting for me to say something, and I didn't. Oh, know. but you thought of something now? I, I, got, I got a couple for you. Okay. Okay, so uh, Miley and the Monarchy. I like it. All right. Okay. Wrecking Ball and Wrecking Brit. Okay. All right. Royal, ter- Royal Twerk and Royal Jerk. Mm, no, I'll go with opinion. the first one. Yeah. <laughs> Miley and Monarchy. But he's been uh, writing. He's been thinking. He's really. I, I just felt really bad because you were couldn't get his attention. I no, I think you failed yourself. I, I, Don't project. <laughs> Thank you. Okay. I, I accept it. Because I forgot about it. Thank you. All right. So Miley pretty much set the tone for her 2023. She she came into the new year uh, with Dolly Parton, this big New Year's Eve party. Everybody was talking about it, the concert, their special guests. And now she's already, we're almost two weeks into the new year. She has a new song on the way. And this one she plans on, you know, getting a lot more people talking because it is a breakup anthem. It's being called uh, prematurely because okay. we don't know the, what the whole song is, but it is supposed to be the breakup anthem. She's releasing it on um, this month, so on January 12th here for us, but it's going to be the 13th in Australia. So the thing that's so significant about January 13th is that it's her ex, Liam Hemsworth, birthday, who is also Australian. So she released a sneak peek of the song yesterday on Instagram. She was singing in the shower, which all of us do. Uh, But this is it. And if that sounds a little bit familiar to you, it sounds like this song. I should have bought you flowers and held your hand which is, of course, Bruno Mars, When I Was Your Man. Also talking about flowers and dancing. I hear the similarities. I do. For sure. Okay. Yeah. Yep. So that song, again, release, releases in two days. So we get new Miley, new mature Miley. But we don't know if her song is going to be like Bruno's song in that he's saying, I should have done this to keep this relationship, but I didn't, I wasn't great with it right and I'm wondering what hers is so I think her so I think Bruno Mars's is going to be the the heartbreak from the guy's point of view right hers is going to be yeah well guess what I could buy my own flowers and I could go dancing by myself oh that's the answer song I like those so that's exactly it's the answer song didn't she quickly like start hooking up with some girl after they broke up like I don't know I I thought she got over that pretty quickly from what I remember it was still a hard breakup though like they they were Friends first, and then they yeah. Movies first, and they yeah, they even lost a house. Remember their house like went on fire in the California wildfires. Oh, like really? Oh, yeah, they had a tough time. Yeah, unfortunate. Yeah, but she will answer those questions in her new song, or probably in the new album coming up. So Prince Harry, he's also answering a lot of questions that people have to ask because he has a new memoir, Spare, officially released today. Uh, stores in the UK opened at midnight so that people could get the book faster. So it's called Spare because that is how Prince Harry grew up. He was the spare to the heir. Mm-hmm. So he was the shadow, the support, the plan B for Prince Will. Uh, that's how he puts it, at least. And he was kind of around if Prince Will maybe needed uh, a lung or a transplant or 
or if a we toe. Need, I don't or if know. we needed somebody to fill in if something were to happen, right? It would be the next one. In so line. he was the spare. Yeah. Uh, do we so, really need the royal spare? Like when we say need, do you have three I, hours? I would use that very loosely. We have, we, we have three. Do we have three? That's always in question. <laughs> right. We're not going there. We so don't, the, we don't need them, do we? <laughs> right. So well, he doesn't think so because he. That's why he left. Right. Yeah. So yeah. he. Tons of bombshells have come out about this book already. Um, I watched the sixty minutes interview. It was into a lot of depth about the pain that he went through after his mom died. Yeah. Um, and it's much deeper than a lot of us see. Like, a lot of us have lost a parent already, so we understand uh, what it's like to be in those shoes. But from his point of view, um, everything that went on, he didn't believe that his mom died for years after it happened. He didn't really cry about it. He, has, he really thought she would be coming back. So anyway, the book is now out, and I think we're going to see a lot more bombshells from it or we're going to hear a lot more about it or read it if you if you plan on purchasing the book but yep. that is what's trending Marilyn Dennis and Jamar podcast Chum 1045 podcast